Hey, hey, friend, welcome to episode 188 of Little by Little Homeschool podcast. We are here in the trenches of homeschooling. Probably it's you're doing it. You're doing it here. We are now in September and you're feeling all the days. And as we look at all of the different areas that speak to us about homeschooling, all the resources, the books, the blogs, the social media, even podcasts, I might be guilty of this to a degree. <laughs> the focus is always on the kids. And that is rightly so. They're children, they're young, and they need a lot of attention and input and help and guidance from adults, specifically you, the parents. But you're there too. And today's episode, we'll say, is dedicated to you, the homeschool mom. Just think about this. Even after your oldest graduates, you, mom, you're still there in the homeschool. Out of the family, out of your family, you will be the one that homeschools the longest. And so, yes, I believe it really is possible for you to enjoy homeschooling and that this homeschool lifestyle that your family has created can be just as much about you as it is about your children. And I'm going to share why and how today. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. First, let me say that I love, love, love that you are homeschooling and you are, you're just in the trenches right now. And if you have babies, toddlers and preschoolers, and or preschoolers, while you are homeschooling, you are tired and that's completely understandable. If it's any consolation to you, I, this, you know, at first you might be like, what a little put off, but just know this comes from a good place. Just know that you are in your hardest years of homeschooling. It might, I hate to say this, it might get a little bit harder, might get a little bit easier, but you're just in the hardest years. And, but know that this, these hard years, it's not forever. You, right now, what you are doing, you're laying that foundation. You are training for the sweet spot of homeschooling teens. And yes, I said that. Not many people will say that. If you're in the homeschool years, uh, homeschool community and around, you know, all this stuff that uh, people are talking about homeschooling, if you've spoken to those who have older kids or have graduated them, then you'll hear it. But most of the time you won't hear such a thing about teens. And yes, there is the sweet spot of homeschooling teens. It is my favorite. I was terrified of it, and now I definitely am not, and it's been my favorite. I'll drop in the show notes some other episodes that'll encourage you in this if you're thinking I'm a little bit crazy. But for all those years that I was in the really hard years of homeschooling, I completely took myself out of the equation. I viewed my life as a homeschool mom. I was a bit of a martyr whether that was right or wrong, it was a journey that I had to take and get to the point where I realized it is possible for me to enjoy homeschooling. 
because you know, especially if you're brand new, you get into it in the curriculum and you're so excited. And all of us moms can be super excited in the spring when the homeschool year is ending and we're looking to the next year. We're rejuvenated. We're looking forward to it, but we can get into the trenches, especially in the winter time when it's just day in and day out. And maybe you're snowed in a lot. The weather's not ideal. And you're just thinking to yourself, I don't know that I can enjoy this. Maybe also you need to set yourself up so that you can enjoy it and you can look forward to the days and you can run and manage your home and your the entire household in homeschool in a way that everybody enjoys it. And it's a good routine. And that's what we get to get do together and clarify your homeschool. But here you are right now, maybe as I was feeling like you've just taken yourself out of the equation. You're a bit of a martyr. And what one huge solution for me when I realized that I wasn't filling myself up, that I was just laying over, playing dead, everyone just running over me, and it was just woe is me all the time. My first step, it was a pretty big step. It was something I had felt like doing for a few years, and then finally was presented with the opportunity to make this a reality, and we moved to a more year-round homeschool. This put in some breaks for me. And it put it in in a way that just as I was starting to feel burned out and I couldn't continue on any longer, ta-da, it was time for a week-long break. We still accomplished everything I wanted to do, but at the end of the homeschool year, I was happy, I was sane, and everybody had progressed and we were doing really well. And that was the beginning of starting to see myself as a part of the equation and the fact that I get to enjoy homeschool and motherhood. And I began to not feel guilty for seeing myself as a part of the homeschool family and a part as as a very important member who should also be enjoying what we're doing. And today I want to offer you just a couple of things that really helped me to put things into perspective. It helped me to enjoy my homeschooling and to realize that there was a lot of me in it. I don't have to just be the one who is purchasing all the curriculum and making everybody do the lessons. And the first thing comes from my Christian faith, and that is sanctification. Homeschooling was a huge significant part of my sanctification. And this is, this term refers to your growth in Christ and the amount of just I guess, personal growth, I would say, because of the Holy Spirit, because of God, because of Jesus living within me and the Holy Spirit guiding me. The fruit of the Spirit was, we'll say a lot of those, were very much elusive in my life and homeschooling really brought them to the forefront, showed me where I was lacking, showed me where I was very prone to sin and gave me new life through that when I surrendered it and began to allow the Holy Spirit to work through me and the growth. Let's just say the number one one that I learned was patience. (laughs) And so homeschooling really grew grew me in my faith. It grew me as a more mature woman, wiser, more discerning, more patient, more kind, more loving, and I, I know that homeschooling really helped me to grow up a lot faster than if my kids weren't around and I wasn't in charge of their education 24-7. So don't look at, at it as a negative bad thing. If you are having lots of moments of outbursts and anger, then lean into this. Lean into 
how homeschooling can help you to grow as a Christian, as a believer, as a woman of God, as possibly a Proverbs 31 woman. And don't push it away. Allow the work to be done and you will see such growth. It might not be immediate. It might not be something you see for a few years. But my hope and my prayer is that someday you look back and you say homeschooling was a great source of sanctification, great meaning a lot and a great, a big amount, but also great as in wonderful. The next thing I want to mention is that along the lines with this is that we get to grow into motherhood. So think about the very first baby that is placed into your arms and you just have no idea about the journey that you are about to embark on. Yeah, you've seen babies, maybe you've taken care of them, but you've never been immersed 24-7 until you have that newborn, that little one right there in your arms and you are responsible. As we homeschool, we get to grow more into the motherhood. There is a lot of, we'll say, problem solving. That's a huge thing that comes with motherhood is looking at what's going on and how can we do this better? How can we do this different? What is the issue here? And how can we work together and work around this? And just know that in your motherhood, when it comes to homeschooling, we get to do life together with our children. We don't have to do it apart, which can be good and bad. Not necessarily bad, but like in a way of that really, we'll go back to the first thing I mentioned, the sanctification. Your kids have a front row seat, just like you have a front row seat to watch them grow up. They have a front row seat to watch you grow up. I heard a phrase a while ago, and it just has really stuck with me. And it was somebody saying, I didn't realize when I was growing up that I was also watching my, my parents grow up as well. And I was like, wow, that's true. Because when you are the child, you look at your parents and you think they have it all figured out. And even when you're a teen and you realize they don't have everything figured out, but you figure they kind of know pretty much maybe what they're doing and you might not like it all the time, but you feel like they have some special insight. And then when you're the parent, (laughs) you're like, James and I sometimes like, Uh, we did not see this coming. Okay, how are we going to deal with this situation? What are we going to do with this situation? And we just forget that during that time, we are also growing up and our kids will be watching us and we get to grow in ourselves and our personal development and in our character. The next thing I want to mention here is just the opposite of all that and just society our culture is very prone to bad mouthing children and they'll talk about all the things that they do quote unquote wrong as if a two-year-old is going to get everything right as if the two-year-old has the maturity of a 35 year old and yes we probably know some 35 year olds who are almost as mature as a two-year-old but that's another episode another topic But society just overall, our culture, will just badmouth children. They're not afraid to talk about children in a negative way, as if they are not a person, as if they are not an image bearer of God, as if they are not worthy of any respect. This might be, this just comes to the top of my head, because as of recording, people are pointing this out on social media. And it is that 
TikTok challenge. I don't have TikTok, but it carried then over to Instagram and it is parents cracking an egg on their child's forehead. Now these are young children. And at first you might think, oh, it's a little bit kind of funny, but a lot of these kids cry or they look very concerned or they might say something like, that's not very nice. And wherever you lay, your family lies on this of, you know, having fun and jokes and pranks and stuff like that. We really need to draw the line and say, what is respecting this child? Would I want someone to do that to me? And then think to yourself, if you are like me, who has older children, would I do that to my teen? No, I wouldn't do that. Especially my boys would find that very disrespectful. And not that my daughter wouldn't either, but just their need for respect as a male. And so if I wouldn't do it to my 15 or 18 year old son, why would I do it to them when they were maybe two years old? And so you're wondering, why is she bringing this up? This I thought this podcast episode has to do with me and enjoying homeschool. We get to actually be defenders of our children. We get to show the sanctity of life and their lives and the fact that they should be respected. And they're just little people who have big feelings oftentimes and have a lot maybe to say and a lot to demonstrate to us. And we get to be the champion for children and specifically since we homeschool for homeschool kids and we get to see our kids day in and day out. We don't have to miss hours every single day, every single week. And we get to combat, we get to show a different side. And so we get to grow into our motherhood, we get to grow in our sanctification, we get to mature, we get to grow in our wisdom, in our patience and our understanding, and just overall in our maturity. The last thing I want to mention here is that like I mentioned earlier in the beginning, this is your life too. Right now, whether you homeschool for three years and then your kids are graduated, or you homeschool for five years, 10 years, 15, 20, 25 years, whatever that amount of time that you homeschool and whatever amount of time your children are within your home, this is your life too. Yes, your kids, they, they need you. They definitely need you, especially when they're younger. And even as they get older, they might want, not want to admit that they need you. They kind of learn, they kind of grow to a bit more of a wanting you. They don't necessarily need you to prepare dinner for them, but they want you to because they would love to come home from work and enjoy your meal, even though they could make their own. But this is a significant season in your life. Don't diminish it. That's what I really want to encourage you. Don't just pass this off these years as just a small phase. I won't want to say short phase because it could be very long and, and motherhood overall is many, many years, at least possibly two decades or more if you have multiple children. And so this is a very significant season in your life. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Don't let anyone convince you that you should be doing something else or that you should be numbing your feelings or that you should be ignoring the emotions and the growth that you could be having right now. It's not a small phase. Yes, it can be very hard at times, but lean into the times where it's not hard or it's fun. Kids and tweens and teens, they say sometimes the funniest things. Enjoy yourself with them. 
I don't want you to get lost in that. I did do an episode, I'm pretty sure, about identity, and I will link that in the show notes for you so you can listen to that one afterwards. As well as the previous episode to this one, I talked about consistency. And in that, I gave some really practical tips on how to stay consistent and how to create the homeschool. And one of the tips was to create something that you are actually going to enjoy. During our homeschool time, during our years, it's not just the kids that get to learn and to love education. You get to do that as well. You can do it right alongside them. Maybe you take some type of nature study or outing at a local wildlife reserve. It's something that you're interested in. Maybe you bring the kids along with you, or maybe you're all interested in it. Or maybe you find something that's just for yourself, for you to go and do and to actually feel like a person, like a woman, and not, we'll say, just a mom, but just that there's so many different facets to you. And I would just overall want to encourage you to lean into those. Don't wish the days away. Don't wish the weeks away, even when it's hard. And I know that it's hard. I am very, I'll be the first to raise my hand, say I wished many days, many weeks, many months, maybe even possible years or seasons of difficulty with a child. I wished them away. And now I'm the old homeschool mom who's like, oh, I wish I didn't. You know, and I understand at that time, it just seems like the most rational thing to do. But maybe a more rational thing would be just to take some time to yourself and to realize that these years, you won't get them back. And I know that's so cliche to say. So look at them as a significant season in your life. You have children now. That will never not be a part of your life. Whatever age it was when you began having children or adopting children, that's when that time like before kids, the BC area era ended. And now you have children and they will be a part of your life forever for the rest of your life. And it will look different, very different when they are babies and toddlers from to the time when they're teens, and then very different for the season when they're all moving out on their own and following their own journeys and getting married and having families. It'll look different. But this time right now, while you're homeschooling them, even in the midst of the hard days, remember, you get to be in this, you get to grow, and you you get to have some joy during this season as well. And sometimes you just need to lean into different ways of having joy. Maybe it's, maybe your joy is getting out and doing grocery shopping on a Saturday morning on your own. Or maybe your joy is meeting a friend for coffee on a Sunday afternoon while everybody's at home taking naps. Or maybe it's getting together with some friends to do some shopping. Those things are perfect perfectly welcome to do. I remember that was kind of my lifeline, but make the homeschool also about you so that you can lean in and you can look back during these years and say, yeah, I was a part of it too. I didn't just stand on the sidelines. I didn't just provide them with resources. I was actually a part of it in learning and immersing myself in this season, knowing that there's a time frame to the season. But you might be saying to yourself, how does this practically look with my exact situation? Well, girlfriend, you and I, we can work together on your homeschool. I have seen this work with some amazing moms and it's been, it's a joy for me to connect and to hear your concerns. And we can do that through a mentorship program that I have. You can find out all the information at littlebylittlehomeschool.com 
backslash mentorship. But you and I, we get to work together and we can troubleshoot and we can make this homeschool year really the best one yet. Let's do that together, okay? All right, friend, I'll see you over the mentorship program as well as right back here on the podcast after the weekend. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.